Today on episode 33 of Audacity to Lead, I walk you through how to design your magnetic story such that attracts the right audience for your platform and how you can share that story through an authentic voice. Inspiring actionable content that helps you get focused, get started and be impactful. This is Audacity to Lead. Hello and welcome to this episode of Audacity to Lead. My name is Dyer Samuel and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you lead with more influence as you develop a compelling message, a marketable product and a meaningful platform. Today, to continue the series we started last week on platform-based leadership, I'll be talking about today how to attract your audience or better said, how to magnetize your audience by creating syllable stories. Now, on the previous episode, last episode, I talked about how to determine the kind of platform you get on and what 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 kind of platforms you can get on. Today, I want to get into something more specific, and the thing is about stories. Now, you will understand, you will um, agree with me that if you are getting on a platform, you have to get on that platform with something. Most of the time, it is not really the message that you carry to the platform that actually attracts the audience. It is the stories attached to the message that you carry to a platform that magnetizes your audience. So today, I want to teach you how to magnetize your audience by creating sellable stories or by creating a branded story. Stories that are unique to you. Stories that are congruent to your focus, your purpose, and your accentment. Now, I think I have to play some, do some wordplay here. I think I should make it how to magnetize your audience by designing a sellable story because you are not actually creating the story. The story has been created originally. What you are doing is to design it such that it it naturally attracts people. So today, that's what I want to teach you. I want to I want to share with you how you can actually create such stories. If, of course, you remember that this series is also like a concluding part, which is also a beginning part of 11 Essentials of a Great Life Task. And I think I, myself and Tara, we did an episode on how to live a meaningful story on episode 11, which can be found at audacitytolead.com forward slash 11. We did, in that series, we actually talked about stories and the power of stories and how you can actually create stories, internal story and external stories, the stories people tell and the stories you tell yourself. But in this episode, I'm actually going to focus it on a on your leadership part, on how your stories actually attract and magnetize the audience you're looking for. So let's get into this. When I talk about a story, what am I actually referring to? By a story, I'm actually looking at two things basically. First off is a personal path, something that you have done over time, like or something that has passed through you or you have passed through over time, like a personal path, like I was here, then I went here, then I moved here. One example that... I saw in one of my in one of the books I was reading how to do with a statement like this I had everything I was on top of the world life was great then dash happened 
that it could be something like, then I lost everything. Or let's say I was in a great relationship. We loved each other and we were so in love with each other. Then a heartbreak happened. Then we broke up. I had to figure my way out of the brokenheartedness. I had to figure out my way out of the broken heart. But it turned out to be a blessing in disguise because I went through this and I learned that. And now I am this. So that's the kind of personal path that I'm talking about. And there are actually four elements to designing a very powerful personal path. And I'm going to walk you through that in a minute. But for now, I want you to understand the second part of the of um, designing a magnetic story, a story that magnetizes your audience from which um, to your platform that actually helps you to influence them. For me, it's been my story that has always attracted people. Once I meet people, once I get to speak on stage, even from my podcast, once I share my story, I always get some responses from people. In fact, I remember a couple of Days ago, I was on Smart Business Tele Seminar by my friend, John Obidi. And one of the things he said, and um, one of the stories I shared on that, on the Tele Seminar was how I was not confident of my voice when I started out with the podcast because, of course, I don't speak Queen's English. I don't speak a phone. I don't speak phonetics. I actually speak the English that I can. And I remember saying something like, Someone actually sent me a message and then was trying to yab me, was trolling me. And one of the things the person said was that I speak like Baba Jebu. And I actually gingered a lot of laughs and a lot of comments. From that, somebody actually sent me a message that the only reason why he hasn't started this podcast yet is because he's not confident in his voice. Now, I was able to walk him through what to do to actually get over the fear and the mental block of what his voice is causing to him but you can see that it was as i shared my story that i was able to attract someone like that that's not the only person that actually came a couple of persons actually sent me messages like that that okay it was that babai jebusa that they actually caught the more because that was what they were battling with now that's the thing about stories the more you share you more you pick a story from your life and share it in a way that you know definitely is going to influence somebody he automatically magnetizes and attracts an audience to you so that is what i'm trying to let you understand i said the first element the first path the first part of a magnetic story is a personal path what you've actually gone through and i'm going to share with you four elements to designing a personal path the second part is the voice that you use to tell the story and also, there are three kinds of voices that you can actually use to tell a story that will be authentic, engaging, and relevant to people. And I'm also going to walk you through that because eventually what you're going to attract to your platform is a tribe of people who are going to be committed to you. I remember in one of the, in one of the posts on my blog, I actually talked about tribe and I talked about how to identify your tribe. I'm going to put the link to that on the show notes for this episode, audacitytoly.com forward slash 33. And I remember one of the things I said about a tribe is that a tribe is a social division. But more importantly, I said a tribe, according to Seth Godin, a tribe is a group of people connected to an idea, connected to a leader, and connected to each other. 
And when I was walking through, walking, when I went through how to identify your tribe, I said, you already have your tribe. You are not just conscious of it. And then people of like interests, of like minds, of like passions, we congregate as you do what you are meant to do. And the third thing I remember I said was, you being human that is you let people see your flaws your successes the things you've gone through letting people understand your story and that's the reason why i feel not only feel from the system i'm designing which i'm still working on from where i'm actually teaching this the second part of them leading from a platform which is the leadership based leadership based platform that i'm taking you right now is the story that you actually take to that platform. And these are the things you need to know about creating or designing a magnetic and attractive story that brings people to your platform. So let me walk you through everything in full details right now. First off is a personal path. Personal path, P-A-T-H, that is a road, a journey that you've gone through. And there are four elements to a personal path. First is a backstory. Second is a progress. Third is a discovery. And then fourth is a success story. Is a success. Now, how do I mean by these four elements? A backstory is a catalog of your experiences. You actually sit down and say, okay, I've actually gone through this. I've gone through this. I've seen this. Here is one aspect of my life. For example, I remember last year when I hired a coach, when I was with a coach, one of the things it made me to do was to dig deep into my stories. And from all of the stories from my five years, 10 years, when I was 17 years, when I was 15 years, when I was 18 years, when I was 25 years, and on and on like that, one of the common threads I was able to develop that came out from all of the stories that I brought to the table was the element of independence. And from that element, everything I do now, if, if you actually notice, you will notice all of my messages has driven, has been geared towards independence and you can actually step out and lead with my influence and do what you actually need to do. That is a voice of influence, a voice of independence. That's, that, that's the core message that came out of, out of my story. Now, if you sit down and look at your story, let me use the same analogy that I used with that coach. What was your story like when you were five years? What was your story like when you were 10 years? What was your story like when you were 15 years? What was your story like when you were 18 years? What was your story like when you were 20 years? When you were 25? When you were 28, 30? And on and on like that. Now, the thing is this. If you actually sit down and think through it and say, okay, what significant event happened in my life when I was five years? What significant event happened in my life when I was three years, when I was 18 years, when I was 15 years, when I was 25, when I was 30? You would actually discover a backstory, an experience that you can actually take to the market that is sellable, is magnetic. For example, every time I have to tell people about my podcast journey, one of the stories I tell them is this. I actually started tinkering with audio files as way back as 2007. That's 2007, 2002. When I, was, when I had left secondary school and 
all I could do that time was just to, in fact, it was that time that I got introduced to computer back in 2002. And one of the first things I started with using computer was to do design, graphic design, using CorelDRAW, Adobe PageMaker, Photoshop, and all that. And one other thing I was doing with computer those days was to create music and to create soundtracks. I remember those days I used to work with Cubase, with Fruity Loops, with a couple of softwares like that. I think Sonic Pro was one of them. Or maybe Sonic, Sonic, there's one Sonic software like that I used to work with at that time. Now, all of that are the same experience I've brought into my podcasting journey so that I can actually sit down and create soundtracks on my own. Create intros, create an outro, create outros. Now, those are the same experiences. That's just the story from my back, from way back that I brought into my present experience. So you are going to look back into your life and pick stories. Now, that's what I refer to as backstory. Second is a progress. How you developed over time. Maybe you were like, I was, let me let me be a little more practical. Those days, my Corel draw design used to be very, very awkward. In fact, those days, they were the best designs to me. But now when I look at some of them, I laugh at myself and say, okay, like seriously, did I actually design that? <laughs> I'm actually remembering it right now, visualizing it right now is even making me laugh. <laughs> That's the funny thing. So over time, I've actually developed more expertise with designing. For example, most of the images you see on my site right now, I actually designed them myself. Not because I don't want to outsource them. I outsource them a couple of times when I have a lot of work that I have to do. And then I have to do maybe attend to clients, attend to calls and all that sometimes i outsource that but most of the time i actually sit down and design because it's like sleeping to me i can just wake up and just sit on my laptop and then i'm done with a design it's as simple as that for me but it wasn't like that i've gone through a process which was a progress for me i had developed that expertise over time so you are going to actually look at okay what progresses have i had in my life what kind of progress have i had in what way? How does that relate to the stories that have been able to carve out from my past? Now, once you have your backstory, you have your progress, which are your journey. The next thing is to look at what are the discoveries I've made? What are the aha moments? What are the eureka moments I've had? Like, okay, you were in a program and somebody said something and that triggered something in you. Or maybe you were reading a book and somebody and the author of the book mentioned something or you were listening to an audio program or let's say you are listening to even a podcast. Maybe it could even be this podcast right now. You are listening to something and then or maybe you are watching a video, whether on YouTube or you are reading a post on Facebook or any anyway, but it was there was a discovery that you made. Now, what you need to do is you write down all those discoveries, especially the stories surrounding the discovery. For example, it was in February 28 it was february 28 2012 they actually came to the understanding that wow so there's something called podcast that i can actually take my message or someone's message and turn it into a an audio format an audio message such that people can actually listen to it from all around the world now that discovery and actually, I discovered that through Michael Iyad because it was the same day I discovered Michael Iyad. And by that time, that was the exact time I actually discovered Michael Iyad, February 28, 2012. And I actually discovered Michael Hyatt from reading a book. 
think it was written by Daniel Hakavi, and I think the book is about um, a coaching leader. I think becoming a coaching leader, something like that. I can't really remember the title right now, but I will include that in the show notes for this episode. Now, when I discovered, when I saw the name Michael Hyatt in the book, I just went online and googled Michael Hyatt, and then I saw michaelhyatt.com. One of the first pages I landed on was a page of podcasts where he had a podcast episode, and I just clicked download and listened to it. And I think one of such episodes was about platform, where he was actually talking about his book, but not directly about his book. He was actually taking a part from his book. And that was a discovery moment for me because I just said, wow, so you can actually do something like this. And then you remember that I didn't start a podcast on 2014, but of course, the, the discovery I made in 2012 all the way to 2014 gave me fuel for what I do now for even this podcast right now because there was a discovery moment. Now, that was one. Now, if I talk about leadership, one of the discoveries I've made when it comes to leadership was when I was about to leave university and I remember one of the things that um, I was reading one of John Maxwell's books. I think that should be The 360-Degree Leader. And one of the things I saw in the book was how to lead from different levels. You lead above, you lead across, you lead beneath. That was where I saw that it's not just only leadership. That's also about mentoring. Now, that has also been a discovery for me. And that's also part of the stories I share today when I teach people leadership and when I have to tell people about leadership. But of course, you can see that's a discovery. That's some discoveries I made. And on and on like that, you have to consciously sit down and say, okay, what are the discoveries I've made? What are the things I saw, heard, or of course, saw and heard you couldn't have felt? (laughs) Okay, so consider those two things. You bring out your discoveries. Then the next thing is to actually bring out your successes, the successes you've had. And when I say successes you've had, very, very important that you let people know that you've actually had some success in the things you've been trying to do. For example, or let me be more specific, one of the successes I've had with this podcast is the fact that less than a week after getting on iTunes, January 2015, my podcast was rated as one of the top three in new and noteworthy on iTunes in two different categories. That is one. Another success I've had is over time, I've had 23 five-star reviews on iTunes and only one of them is from a Nigerian, which tells you that I've had success with getting this same content out of Nigeria, getting it out into the world. And you and that's a success in its way. And of course, I've had some successes also, which could be maybe the monetary part. I remember one time like that, I did a training. And for the first three days, I made five figure. And then I repeated the training just four weeks later. And then the... And then because I'd read Jeff Walker's product launch book, the result, the outcome from the second launch was times three of that. What do I mean? 
the first time I actually did the lunch was a class that I wanted to teach people. And I think about four people or so paid 11,000 era. And that was a test I actually did. At that time, I had recently discovered the pay what you want pricing strategy. And that was what I used. And it generated 11,000 era within a space of four, three to four days. And then four weeks later, I relaunched the same course the same content with just a little tweaks from the first class. And then relaunching that, I actually had, I think, 34,000 Naira came in within a space of six days. Now, those are some successes I've had in the past. And actually, I did all of that without having a job, in case you also need to know. Now, that's also another story. Now, what I'm trying to do right now is actually pick out a couple of points in my life to let you know that there's a there's a personal path that you can actually design. Now, once you are able to sit down and say, okay, let me design my personal path, as you share these stories, there's a voice that you use to share it. And as you share that, depending on the kind of voice you use to share it, it's going to attract a number of persons to you. It's going to attract an audience to you. And that is the goal because, of course, a platform is actually a way for you to influence more people and understanding that you can actually lead from a platform. Remember the, f- the previous episode, I actually talked about the kind of platforms you can have and what's ki- the, like, and that the, what kind of determines... Imagine, see how I'm talking right now. <laughs> okay, I was saying what kind of determines the kind of platform you choose. Now, as you go onto that platform with a personal path, there's a voice you actually have to use or there's a voice that you communicate your story to people that actually that actually even gets those people more attracted to you. Now, if you're trying to share your personal path, there is a voice that you can use to share it. And actually, it's the kind of voice that you use to share it that determines the kind of people that are, that are attracted to you. Now, there are three kinds of voices that you're going to use and it's very important that you actually find your specific your own actual voice now the reason why you actually why you have to find your voice is because that's the only way for you to be authentic for you to actually share it like somebody really knows what you're saying and then it feels very natural to you because you wouldn't have to form or pretend or try to be who you are not or try to tell your story in the way you are not you actually have to share it in the simplest most natural way that you are i think in a coming episode i'm going to talk about styles of leadership and especially leadership from a platform and i'm going to go into detail about that later on but right now let's go ahead with this finding your voice so you, if you are sharing your personal path, you are, you, there's a voice that you can use to share it. And like I said, there are three kinds of voices. You can either share your, vo- your story, your personal path as a sage, or you share it as a shepherd, or you share it as a struggler. Now, what, how does a sage share his personal path? How does a sage share his story? Now, a sage is a recognized expert in his or her field, she has something essential to use as credentials for herself. This could be a proven track record, an advanced degree, certification, um, features, mentions, places you've been or um, people you've been with, using authority, 
And actually, what a sage does is to, it could even be a successful business or a successful career. It could even be a best-selling book. Now, what you are doing when you use the vo- when you speak through being a sage, through the voice of a sage, you are, is you are speaking through the voice of authority. You have been there. You have already done it. Or you are actually speaking from above downwards. Now, the second is a shepherd. And by shepherd, the, the word shepherd actually is an offshoot or is the root word for shepherd. Is somebody who actually likes to gather people around him or herself, especially is a very relational person. And the voice of a shepherd is actually the voice of a trusted guide, most related with a mentor. You have been to the mountain, whatever that mountain is, whatever the experience is, and you are coming back to show the way that this is how it works. You've made your mistakes, you've learned from them, and now you can help others avoid the most common ones. Here you speak with the voice of empathy and confidence. And actually, you will notice that... Um, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> now, the third kind of voice is the voice of a struggler. Now, the struggler is not a negative word, so to say. It's just to let you know that the voice of a struggler is the voice of somebody who's on a journey, who's carrying people along. It's the voice of a traveler. This person is actually a fellow traveler. He's going on a journey and he's... The person is not arrived yet. The person is in the process. And the person is reporting on his or her adventure or misadventures, the negative things that happen along the way and the positive things that happen. And then you are taking others on your journey. In fact, I've de- realized that people actually go along with journeys far more much than somebody coming to just rain knowledge and insight on them and rain stuff on them. So I feel the 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 struggler the voice of a fellow traveler is actually more authentic because people can realize people can join you as you go on in the journey and actually the voice of a traveler the voice of a struggler is the voice of transparency you are being open with people that see this is what i'm struggling with right now this is what i'm experiencing right now i hope somebody can actually help me out and if you listen to a couple of episodes of audacity to lead you realize that i've actually done this sometimes i say okay this is what's actually happening in my life right now this is what has happened in my life right now and that has always brought people to tell me really so you actually go through stuff too now that is the kind of voice i'm talking about and what i've just taught you right now is if you have a message you have to share, you have to also develop a story. You have to design a magnetic story. And your magnetic story can come in two ways. Of course, the first of all is a personal path, how you have gone through things, which comprises of your of the elements of a backstory, the experience you've had, the progresses you've had, of you've made, the discoveries you have, and then a success you've recorded that combined together you now choose the voice that you use to tell such stories and the voice is the you could go with the voice of a shepherd the voice of a sage or the voice of a struggler the one that appeals to you the most and that will attract the that we get to the kind of audience you're looking for now this is where i'm going to end this episode i want to believe that this episode is was worth your time, was worth you taking the last 20 to 25, 30 minutes with me. 
I really, really want to appreciate you. Thank you for joining me. On the next episode, I'm also going to bring you a very, very important tip as you build a platform-based leadership or as you go on the journey of a platform-based leadership. Once again, every single link, every single thing I've mentioned on this episode, you'll be able to get them at others2lead.com forward slash 33. In fact, right now, I would like to hear from you. What are the stories you've had? What kind of voice are you going to use to share your story? I would like you to leave a comment for me at audacitytolead.com forward slash 33 telling me about the stories you've had. You don't have to go into the details and if you like, if you are the detail type, you can go, of course go ahead and share the details with me. And most importantly, what voice are you going to be using to share your story? Leave a comment for me at audacitytolead.com forward slash 33 and we'll take it up from there. Once again, thank you for joining me on this episode. I look forward to having you on episode 34, which is the next episode. If you would like to leave a review for me on iTunes, you can go to audacitytolead.com forward slash iTunes and it takes you directly to an iTunes page where you can actually write a review for me. Well, I just feel relieved right now. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. Remember to get focused, get started, and be 